That's usually how I start the show. I like it. Could have gone anywhere else, but you're waking up with me for radio purposes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Welcome back in. Mornings with uh, Sharp and Handler. Uh, This is, uh, I love this time of the year. We've begun March. It is not my number one month. You went back and listened to the first segment. It is my fourth month. You guys have March in your top four? Oh, yeah. 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 Because those two days alone on the Thursday and Friday of March Madness are two of, I think, well, really the best time in sports. Because it intersects with the sports fans to just your average Joe. Well, seeing so many people I knew would always say, oh, it's the best sports month, and I always disagreed yeah. with them, and they'd get pissed off about it. I was like, it's it's not. It's great sports month. I those love two, it. Those two days, I, I just, there's nothing else like it. Well, we have back-to-back months that rank very high on my best sports month calendar because the number one month is next month. I'm with you. When we have uh, April. Uh, this is a great time of the year because today... The state basketball tournament here in Nebraska begins. The girls begin down in uh, Lincoln, A, C1, D1. Is this the year finally for Millard South? They've had a great run. Did I hear that Millard South girls, and, and they're loaded. They've got a great trio, all Division One players. They're really well coached, and they have, they're have they a juggernaut. But something happens, whether it be the game is officiated a little bit differently or they don't shoot as crisply when they get down to Pinnacle Bank Arena because of the environment. And they haven't been the finals in that last three years too, right? Wow. I don't – Millard South girls haven't won a state title. Is it 27 years? It could be, yeah. I mean, they've had an incredible run of of really good players yeah. and good coaches. Uh, I don't know. We, we could, I think we'll have a battle of Millard in the uh, girls' mm. A final between Millard South and uh, Millard North. That'd be a little spicy. But that gets underway. Uh, the boys' state basketball tournament here in Nebraska begins next week, next Wednesday, and the field is already set. Uh, Omaha Westside last night won in overtime against Lincoln High. Lincoln High came all the way back. They were down 11. Really good team. Hey, I, I know I'm harsh on the Capital City. The Capital City had a really good year with boys basketball. Everybody had a winning record. Three teams made it to the state tournament. Lincoln High hadn't been there since 2010. Mm-hmm. Dan Noble, who was a, an assistant at Lincoln Northeast when I was living in Lincoln and calling games on KLIM, they're, they're a really, really good team. They were down 11 last night. They got it to overtime. They scored in the last minute, 69-69. And then Westside, good on Westside, they blitzed Lincoln High early in overtime. They won that game. So Westside is going back to state. Bellevue West hasn't lost. And Westside has to, they're on the side of Bellevue West. And everybody says, well, I want to avoid that. If Westside, which Westside, when they're really good, they're really, really good. When they're really bad, they're really, really bad. If Westside gets by a really good, I feel like a Matt Rule over using the word elite, <laughs> beats Lincoln East, Westside to me has the best opportunity to beat Bell West in the semifinals. Mm-hmm. Even even Millard North, who we could have that matchup for the fourth straight year. So Westside is in. But we need to figure out with our great listeners. So I'm looking at scores from last night. Wahoo beat St. Paul 79-15. to what happened in that game? That that's hey, not a championship game. Coach Chief is really good, and they got a good program. Seventy nine to fifteen. Not much drama. For the love of Lauren Kaiser, what was going <laughs> on with St. Paul? <laughs> um, For the love of Darren Hansen, fix St. Paul basketball. <laughs> I, I'm I'm joking. I have no idea what happened, but 
very rarely in a district final right. do you see some team win by 64 points. Yeah, you typically don't see that. That reminds me of there was a time that I had to do a high school girls basketball game, and it was remember when South Sioux City had it just rolling. And they were playing, I, I'm trying to remember who the heck it was. It wasn't in like even a, a district championship or state tournament setting, but it was in like kind of a, a, a important game. And I think that the boys' side of the doubleheader was supposed to be pretty big too. And yeah, it was like 85 to 10. And I'm like, how do you, what, what do you say anymore? No, you know, and you, you've been in those games yeah. too where you're broadcast, you're like, what do you really say once you get when it's like a 30 point deficit, let alone almost a 70 point deficit? Like, what do you say? Yeah, we'll be back I, with I, the totals right after this. I can see. Right. Hey, your boy over here has been a rough three years doing games. I've seen that before. Saw a night in Lubbock followed up by an afternoon at West Lafayette. So I can mm-hmm. attest. But you don't usually see that like in the district final. So no, I, no. I was just kind of curious what happened in that uh, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, in sending an email to the email box, which is sponsored by Equitable Bank, which Doug happens to be the president. Hey, Doug. Uh, he's always very curious. I, I feel like we should do a fit check every day on the show. Now that we're on yeah. TV, people like to watch us and observe what we wear. Just just know that we all have faces for radio. Mm-hmm. And when we are in the radio business, you don't have to necessarily wear a suit and tie. My first couple of weeks here, I thought, well, I'll just wear a college shirt, be kind of oh, nice. And yeah. then I saw what other people were wearing in this building. I'm like, I could be shirtless and I would fit in. <laughs> Doug says, I can't make out Gary's hat. What am I wearing? Reflection oh, Bay. Uh, uh, golf course in Vegas. Okay. It's also become my sweat hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, it's got yeah, a little, yeah, uh, got a little like sweat hat. It's got a little bit of the, uh, the, the salt yeah. stains there. Yeah. Uh, Nick, yes, Doug is wearing a Cleveland Guardians hat. Well, and yeah. uh, Doug wants to know, Jimmy, what does your shirt say? Um, uh, I just want to hang out. I just want to hang with my dog. Pretty is, self-explanatory. Is there a... Um, Do you own a dog? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My sister-in-law gave me this shirt for Christmas a few years ago. Dog just celebrated did, her 14th birthday last week. Did you get one for your dog as well? Uh, no, but we have That's, talked about doing matching <laughs> That just shirt. says, oh, I, yes. I just want to hang with my dad. Yeah. 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 That would have been cute. You could have taken like a picture, put well, it on Instagram. All of the people that follow the dog world on Instagram, because dogs make the world go round. We do have matching Boulevard shirts, and for the Super Bowl, she wore a shirt that said "Drinking Buddy." <laughs> you and your dog? Yeah. Are you teaming up with like Sarah McLaughlin? Do you with sp- the, like an animal shelter do thing? You, do you spend more on your dog than you do on your wife? Probably, and she would say the same thing. Okay, so she's comfortable with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. We we fully we we've gone all in. She's our child. Does that count? Like, you we know, had the, a pizza party for the, her birthday <laughs> Friday. Excuse me. We had a pizza party for her birthday on. Did Friday. you invite other dogs? No, <laughs> the pizza was for the humans. Oh, okay, so what did the what's the dog's name? The dog's name is Bailey. That's oh, cool. Good. I like the name. Mm. What kind of dog is it again? Named after a former Nebraska third baseman Jeff Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's exactly where you guys. Yeah. So your mind yeah. Or, or the one. great late uh, Omaha North uh, equipment guy, Jim Bailey? No. Well, you, you strike me as more of a champ Bailey. What about fan. Thorough Bailey? Thorough Bailey. Nice pull. Yeah. About, nice pull. What about Buddy Bailey? Buddy Bailey. Mm-hmm. Or the Bailey that sends us junk emails all the time. <laughs> no, not that Bailey. Right. Dan so, Bailey. Okay. <laughs> it's not named after Dan Bailey. No, I, when I saw that, 
um, as we actually were just coming on the air. It does look like something you'd wear for a uh, a charity event, like with Sarah McLaughlin, you know, raising awareness for uh, shelter pets or anything. So I just I don't know if there's oh, no, no. something special a, going on today. You're watching a lot of late, like 2 a.m. Yeah, well, yeah. You also got a pen pal in Senegal, too? Uh, watching uh, late night TV? We did. Uh, my subscription ran out. See, I always liked the infomercials at You're 2 a.m. with the uh, hits of the 70s or something like that. <laughs> or, I just wasn't getting the return on investment on that one. <laughs> or as young young boys found out that, man, Sally Struthers is hot. <laughs> 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 but why is she surrounded by a whole country yep. of yeah. of people? And Sally Struthers. Yes. She just wants to feed people. All right, so that's what Jimmy's shirt says. And then one more. I'll let you guys answer this. I I, I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna make people hate the kid. Yeah. But it's just it's a topic of discussion because it seems like there's something new every day. What's more likely to happen? Dylan Riola comes to Nebraska or Tomanaga comes back for his senior year. I don't think KSA's coming back. Dylan. I just, I feel more strongly that KSA's not coming back. Yeah. The Dylan Riola thing could go either way. And he had a couple of cool moments last night. He had that three-pointer uh, early on where he just kind of was about 30 feet top of the key, and then the give and go when the play spot exploded. Hey, were you he near his foul. dad, by the way? He was going nuts. It was fun. Well, he, There was a lot well, of KSA Tomanaga so, dad shots. So, uh, so this is the, this is the little chatter is that Tomonaga said when he hit a three he would point to his dad so they like worked that out before the game and so he hit a three and pointed to his dad and his dad pointed back is that when he looked away did it when he pulled the staff look away three or well that, that was to make it what 55 yeah. 45 and you thought well game over because Michigan State was starting to call yeah. back and then the game. they yep answer and you thought okay he hit that shot I don't know Tomonaga is kind of interesting last night was the you know, there's a lot of trash talk that goes on during the course of games. Last night was the first night with Walker of Michigan State where Tominaga really got pushback mm-hmm. because the shut the F up, yeah. shut up from Walker in Tominaga's face in the first half was the first time that I'd seen another player like get really up on him. And because right. I, don't, I don't think Tominaga talks well, he probably talks. But it's more, I think he's just talking to be talking. Like when he's running around on the floor, you'll see, mm-hmm. like asking for the ball or whatever. I don't think, like after he hits a three, he's more of a, Getting himself you know, the three going. fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, yeah. I don't think he's it's ever. It's not taunting the other team. Yeah, and he's got such like a, a soft voice. <laughs> but Walker last night, that was the first time that I'd seen another player really get into his face and start talking back to him. Well, and I've always kind of wondered what, how other how the competition sort of perceives his showmanship. And I think that's the best way I can say is is the showmanship. And yeah, you're right. Last night was the first time you saw actually sort of direct confrontation right there. Like I, I'm sure like there's players that have kind of maybe given him a look and they've gone back to the huddle like you you know, you, this freaking guy over here. But yeah, that was the last time where there was a noticeable frustrating moment from a defender from the opposition of his antics. Well, and that was after Walker hit a shot. Mm-hmm. So they went down to the other end of the floor when he said that to him. Yeah, I, where it's kind of know. building, and then you, yeah, then yeah, you have your moment. I don't think I, I don't think Tominaga really talks to the like he doesn't verbally say stuff. No, so it's more of his actions if you're going to be upset. But I, I said this before, and you know, last night, whatever he got cramps or whatever it was, him not on the floor late. 
was an issue. Well, and that was but happening he, last night with other like Jamar, like Lawrence too, right? There towards the end. Mm. But he he doesn't strike me. You know, he does the he does the three fingers and some other stuff. Now he flipped off, you know, with his hands down by his side the Penn State student section during a game. <laughs> but yeah, last night was the first night, and and I would you know what. There was another part after he hit that shot to make it 55-45. Michigan State was having none of him mm-hmm. because all of a sudden they were in his uniform. I mean, he wasn't getting good looks, and then he did what he has done as he starts to force things. Yeah. Now, he had 20 points last yeah. night, but when they got up on him and they knew that he was going to shoot, he said, I got to shoot. Right. And, you know, he took some ill-advised shots, and it was just a run of that long stretch where they had a drought. I mean... How many games do you see that end up 80-67 where the team that won had, what, a five-plus-minute drought in yep. the first half? And then Nebraska had a non-field goal drought of, what, seven-plus minutes? Yeah, it was almost eight minutes, yeah. In the second half? Yeah. And then, again, there were not only not making field goals, but there was a stretch during that seven minutes where they didn't even get a shot up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one – it. The, uh, God, ill-advised shot, and I think it was when Michigan State was up by eight, and they kind of start. You could you could kind of see it coming, and that's where you could also kind of see the sense of urgency from Casey, where it, it was not a good shot as soon as they got it across midcourt. Like he had two guys around him, the the range was not probably ideal. It just wasn't a good shot. He put it up, and I mean he he barely drew iron, and that's where you're like, oh gosh, that's it. Kind of. That was probably where you've, at least I did. I'm thinking, okay, they're they're out of sorts. He feels like he's got to start chucking right now, and it, and those just aren't good shots. All right, a little bit later, Scott Shanley stops by. The NFL Combine is uh, upon us. Aaron Rodgers is uh, also going to be with all of us beings. He's out of the darkness. He did a podcast yesterday. Brandon Marshall thinks he's going to retire. Who knows? Mm, but no if attention in that. but if he and is he a guy that would announce his retirement on a podcast? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, he would. Mm-hmm. 653. Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone.